Um, so I was lucky enough to, to grab, at least grab my phone charger and I got in the car. You know, you talk about it takes 20 to 30 minutes to get to the hospital. I almost didn't make it. Wow. You know, which is crazy. You know, by the time I got to the ER, you know, I was already gasping for air. So, so imagine, you know, if I didn't, you know, leave when, when they told me to, I'd probably maybe be dead. Hi, how's everyone doing? This is Shlomo Salson, the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and strategies on how you as a teenage kid can overcome any struggle in your life. If you haven't done so already, uh, please click the link in the description to download one of my free eBooks called The Seven Quick and Easy Ways to Feel Better About Yourself. This is based off of the 60 plus interviews I have done with people around the world, hours and hours of my own therapy sessions, being mentored by worldwide coaches and mentors on how to feel better about myself and use this free guide to get yourself out of this funk because we all know the types of troubles we are going through today. Today's podcast guest is one of my good friends. I've known him for about 10 years now, and he's one of my fraternity brothers back from Tampa, Florida. Just about back in March or April, uh, his name is Jason Ho, and Jason caught the coronavirus, and Jason's one of the most fit people I know. He exercises every day. He's huge. He's, he's always dieting. He's doing, he's doing pretty well. But then he got the corona. He lost 20 pounds. He was in the hospital for about two weeks. And that kind of just changed his mindset about a lot of things. And today I'm going to interview him on you know, what he went through, how he felt, and how he was able to overcome those challenges. How are you doing, brother? Good, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Not a problem, man. Let, let's first start off with, you know, how did that all happen? How did you catch Corona? <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, I worked for the United States Coast Guard and I was on duty. You know, it, it's very hard, especially, you know, back then I was a pretty early case. You know, it is very hard to, to trace, you know, where you could have gotten it from. And, you know, back then, you know, people were still trying to figure it out. But it looks like, you know, I probably got it when I was on duty and, you know, I got really sick. You know, and uh, and people say, you know, most people will will have it very minor to, to no symptoms. But, you know, I'm part of the 20 percent that had it very, very severe. Mm-hmm. You know? And when was this? Around what time? Uh, uh, about mid-March. Mid-March. And then walk us through from getting the symptoms. What were, what were your initial symptoms like? Uh, so, you know, this started on a, about a Monday. Um, you know, I started mm-hmm. feeling a little funny, you know. Uh, I thought it might have been allergies, right? You know, just like everyone else, you know, I, I didn't feel well. So I said, okay, you know, maybe not a big deal. But, I, you know, I didn't have a th- thermometer. Um, so by Tuesday, uh, I went to go get, get the thermometer. I saw I had a fever at about 103. Uh, this is Tuesday evening. Um, and, you know, I, I wasn't feeling good. By Wednesday, you know, I started having body aches. I lost my sense of taste and smell and, and uh, sense of taste um, by uh, – by Thursday, you know, it's getting a little difficult to breathe. You know, luckily I have a lot of good friends, uh, fraternity brothers, close friends. Um, they're all in the, the healthcare profession. Uh, you know, my sister is a nurse practitioner, and I had two really good friends of mine. You know, Anthony and Joanne. You know, they um they work at the hospital uh, that I was at. Um, so they called me and they said, um, you know, they Facetime me and they said how, how I was doing, and based on my condition, this is a Friday Friday morning. You know, um, they, you know, my sister and my friends, they said, you know, you should get to the hospital, man. You know, so I said, okay, you know, you know, 
let, let me see, you know, because, you know, I'm thinking it's not a big deal. You know, I don't want to yeah. – it's a big thing when it doesn't have to be, right? And, you know, but by Friday afternoon, they said, you know, you need to drop your stuff and get to the hospital right now. And so, you know, luckily, you know, I changed my clothes and, you know, I was smart enough to The hospital called you? Uh, no, my friends. Your friends, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was lucky enough to, to grab, at least grab my phone charger and I got in the car. You know, you talk about it takes 20 to 30 minutes to get to the hospital. I almost didn't make it. Wow. You know, which is crazy. You know, by the time I got to the ER, you know, I was already gasping for air. So, so imagine, you know, if I didn't, you know, leave when, when they told me to, I'd probably maybe be dead, you know, calling 911 on, on my floor and not home. Mm-hmm. So you, you, know? you went to, you went to the hospital. What, what's next? Oh, oh, you know, and um, and so you know, let, let me back up. So Wednesday, um, I went to the hospital to get tested, um, but again, this is early March. You know, they didn't have enough test kits. You know, I, I also wasn't uh, severe enough, so they told me to go home and self quarantine. Um, but yeah, so Friday, I went Friday evening. I went to the ER. They gave me a CT scan and you know did some tests on me. They saw I had a pneumonia. I had an infection in my chest, and so they admitted me uh, to the hospital to the ER. Mm-hmm. How long were you in the hospital for? Uh, I was in the hospital for ten days. The fir- first few, the first week, you know, it was very difficult. Yeah, I was maxed out on my oxygen. You know, like they gave they gave me um oxygen through my nostrils, okay. and that that still wasn't enough. So they gave me the um the mask that goes over my, my mouth, and my nose, and that helped a little bit. But you know, it, even then, you know, it's still very very difficult to breathe. I couldn't I couldn't you know go to the bathroom. I couldn't even get up. So you know, laying in bed for you know I. I couldn't even use my feet. I couldn't get up, right? So laying in bed for two weeks, you know, they had put, um, you know, things uh, on my legs to keep the blood circulating because, you know, if not, you know, I end up, I could end up, you know, getting a blood clot, getting a stroke and having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I couldn't eat because I couldn't, you know, taste anything. I couldn't smell anything. Um, <laughs> everything tasted like cardboard. And, you know, unfortunately, the, the hospital had really good food and I couldn't eat any of it. <laughs> Man, um, I can't even imagine. I, my potassium levels were, were very low, so they had to give me, uh, give me um, uh, pills for that. You know, again, I couldn't eat, so they had me on liquid protein, you know, because I, I was losing too much weight. They had me on, on antibiotics. Um, and and the, the, the hardest thing, you know, besides uh, not being able to breathe is, uh, is probably the, the, the psychological part, right? You know, because I'm, I'm quarantined, you know, in isolation you know, 24 hours a day for two weeks. Uh-huh. You know, the only I mean, are, are nurses and doctors, but... They're in almost like a full hazmat gear. You can't see their faces. They they all look the same, you know. So they come in and and you know and you know people say you know you know luckily at that time you know most likely I survived. I think you know they can't tell me that you know the guarantee that I live right. So you know imagine you know two weeks laying in the hospital bed. I can't get up. I can't really move without you know gasping for air, wondering if if I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna die. Also too you know think about no one can see you. You know my family couldn't see me. You know, nothing you can do about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, what else is going through your mind besides, like, wondering if I'm going to survive or not? More so, you know, uh, you know how long I'd be there, you know, because yeah. uh, I thought I was going to be there for a few days, right? You know, end up being, being two weeks, you know, but, yeah, every day, you know, because, uh, you know, it, I took it, you know, you know hour by hour because it's just uh, – imagine, you know, like, people who have asthma, right, you know, they have asthma attacks, but that that lasted all day and all night. I, you can't breathe. You're, you're literally gasping for air just to just to adjust in my bed. You know, mm-hmm. left me get there. Thing is, you know, with the oxygen, you know, it was not enough. Um, you know, and and the nurses, you know, you know, unfortunately, you know, that's the best they could do. 
you know, so, so, you know, luckily there's a few, ner- there's a few nurses that ha- were, were really great. You know, most of them were, were really good to me. And, you know, some of them stayed, you know, stayed in the room, you know, at nighttime, you know, just to know that, that I was alone, you know, because at, at the end of the day, you know, the, the only thing to do is, is be there for me. You know, my, my body had to fight it, you know, with the antibiotics. That's crazy. And then you went back home after 10, 10 days, two weeks. What was your next steps to recovery? Um, so, you know, I, I got discharged on August, uh, mm-hmm. April 1st, April Fool's, <laughs> you know, bad I literally, no, no, <laughs> hear me out. I saw you post that. I'm like, it's on April 1st you posted it. <laughs> it can either mean you're serious or you're putting an April Fool's joke. So for those who don't know, he put up that he was in the hospital for 10 days on April Fool's Day. I'm like, <laughs> this guy is putting an April Fool's joke. It's the wrong thing to do, but then he was actually real. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, uh, the worst joke of my life. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, when you're in the hospital, you know, p- people don't realize, you know, that when you're there for so long, you know, that's why they ask you, you know, when you're there for an extended period of time, they ask you, do you know what year it is or who the president is? You know, do you know what day it is? Because you start to get loopy. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I was discharged, I didn't know it was April. You know, because I, I was there for so long, you know, all the days looked exactly the same. You know, if I didn't have a window in my in my room, I wouldn't know if it was day or night, you know, because I'm just, you're just laying there. But yeah, I was discharged on uh, April 1st, went home. Um, you know, I had to self-quarantine because I still had the virus, but at least, you know, I was able to breathe on my own. Um, and, and that's why they discharged me. Uh-huh. You know? So, so it, it's still, still a little difficult to breathe, um, but I was at least, you know, I didn't need the oxygen. Um, so I went home, I self-quarantined, um, you know, I had to stay, uh, stay downstairs cause I live in a two story townhouse and I, I couldn't go up and down my stairs. I had to pretty much live downstairs for, for almost a week, mm-hmm. you know, just to go, go upstairs to my room, you know, left me out of breath, you mm-hmm. know, to, to take a shower or do anything physical, you know, was very difficult. And, and then on top of that, you know, um, I, I started getting uh, anxiety attacks. So I'd be in the shower and, and, you know, I start to have a little bit of, uh, it'd be a little hard to breathe, and then that kind of lead to an episode of an anxiety attack, and kind of make it, you know, a lot worse. How did you manage those anxiety attacks? You know, just uh, talk myself through it. You know, mentally, right? You know, talk myself, you know, that that I'm out. You know, uh, you know, I survived, right? Which is the the, the best part. Um, and, and you know, just uh, you know, breathing treatments. You know, and, and slowly, you know, breathing exercises. You know, I started meditating. You know, and, and that really helped. Uh huh. And how does You've gotten the flu before. We've all gotten the flu. How does Corona getting catching the Corona compared to catching the flu? Um, so, so at the beginning, right? You know, the the symptoms in the very beginning. You know, the fever. You know, the 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 coughing. You know, it is is similar. You know, but when it starts to get, you know, uh, when it escalates, you know, it is no nowhere near. Uh-huh. You know, imagine you know, the the body aches was tough too. You know, imagine getting hit by a truck. Not that I know what it feels like, but. Yeah, you know everything hurts, you know, and, and you know you're, you're you're exhausted. Even when I got when I got home by eight o'clock p.m., I was completely exhausted. You know, I had no energy left, and, and I was out. So so in the beginning, you know, um, will you know it will look like the flu. That's what I thought it was. And, and again, you know, most people will have it very mild to maybe no symptoms. You know, we don't know how. You know, they still don't know how how it affects everyone so differently. Yeah, we don't know because I do know. I do know, well, several people who've gotten the coronavirus, someone who has absolutely no symptoms, 
right. whatsoever. And people like you, who's in better shape than most people, right. you know, had severe symptoms, so which didn't make any sense. Uh, I mean, I'm sure no one really does know why up until this point, but I do know, I don't, I don't know anyone who's died from it, but I do have friends who knows people who have died, loved ones, fathers, grandfathers, friends. I think I know, I have probably eight second degree connections of people who have passed away from it. So a lot of people are not taking it as serious as they should, and other people are taking it really serious. What do you think is the right balance um, of how serious people should really take this situation? Um, so, you know, we live in an age of social media and technology. So, you know, I, it's very easy to, to spread misinformation, right? And, and so, you know, to some, some extent, you know, I agree every media outlet has their own spin on things, right? You know, so it, it is difficult to, to really believe, you know, 100% what, 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 you know, different people are saying, right? And I get that. You know, that doesn't take away from, you know, the, the severity of this is still a global pandemic. You know, it still has the potential to kill you or make you very sick. But again, you know, most people, yeah, probably won't, you know, have it very severe or, or you know, very bad. But that doesn't mean that you can get it very severe or very bad and or die. Or maybe you might be fine, right? But you might pass it to someone, maybe a, a grandfather, a, a parent, an aunt or uncle. Uh, and, and again, you know, not just old people now, right? You talk about young people. Mm-hmm. So you, you might pass it to someone, you know, like me, that, that, you know, ends up, you know, getting knocked off my feet. You know, and, and that's probably the one thing that sa- really saved me is being as strong as, as, and as fit as I was. You know, so, so you know, I think it's pretty crazy that, it's gotten to the point where that, that people are trying to make it political. You know, this yeah. has nothing to do with politics, right? It doesn't matter whether you're young, you're old, right or left. You know, you're not, you're not invincible. And I think for us to live, we live in a culture where, you know, we promote individual rights over our social responsibility to our peers, to our community, right? To, to humanity, you know? So, you know, you look at a lot of other countries, you know, they, they for the most part, they have a pretty good grasp on it. Because, you know, everyone's on the same page, you know, because they say, oh, you know, you know, I understand that, yeah, I do have a right to not wear a mask, right? But also, you know, I think I have a social responsibility to my community that, that if I could be a, a asymptomatic carrier, right, which means I don't have, I, I have it, but I don't have symptoms, yeah. that, you know, people think that, they, they, that it's not a problem. So they go out and they're, they're unknowingly spreading it to, to you know, everyone. And then, you know, you know it, it, it exponentially, you know, you know, spreads from there. Next thing you know, someone gets it that maybe can't fight it and ends up dying, you know, and, and whose fault is that? You know, because you're, you're too busy, you know, worrying about your individual, right? You're, you're, you know, we live in a culture that, you know, any minor inconvenience, you know, people lose their minds. You know, we went from three to five days Amazon shipping to two days. Now it's one day. One now day, it's yeah. hour, same hour shipping, which is, you know, crazy. You know, I, I agree there has to be balance, right? There's, there's no need to, to, to panic, right? And, and, and all the fear mongering, stuff like that. But also we need to understand that, that, you know, if we all got on the same page and understood that, you know, simple things like wearing a mask and, you know, you know uh, keeping social distancing, if we all just got on the same page with that, you know, this would all be, you know, I, I wouldn't say over, but we'd be over this a lot quicker, you know, but Absolutely. everyone wants to you know, do their own thing. And now because of that, you know, things are shutting down again, you know, and, and we can't move forward. You know, Especially in Florida, because I know you live in Miami, and cases there are just skyrocketed. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, I hate to laugh, but, you know, it's, 
it is so ridiculous that we come to this point. It's almost laughable if it wasn't reality. Uh-huh. You know, that, to, to, to me, you know, it makes sense, right? To you, it makes sense. But some people, you know, you, you go out there and, and you, know, you know, I met people who said it was a hoax and, and to my face. And, you know, I said, you know, this is not my department. You know, I, I'm not even going to bother with this, you know, or, or that think it's not real. But, and, and, you know, you also under, got to understand too, I think a lot of people, it doesn't directly affect them, right? So, you know, you know, you know, just like how, you know, they don't know someone personally or it hasn't affected them, you know, in their personal circle. So it's something they see on TV or something they hear about statistics, they see numbers, right? But until they get it, someone they know gets it or gets very sick or ends up in the hospital or, or, or you know, God forbid, dies, then it becomes very real. And I think, you know, you know we, we understand we, we live in, um, you know, six degrees of separation, right? But I think it's come to a point now that that, that gap is closing. And sooner, sooner than later, someone we know, you know, and we come to a point now, you know, people we know, uh, secondary contacts, you know, have gotten it or, or, and or passed away, you know. So, you know, it's going to become very real. And until that happens, you know, unfortunately, I believe that, you know, a lot of people have to learn the hard way. We're all affected some way, somehow, um, whether we like to say it or not, especially um, if you have a business, if you have a job. I know for you, you weren't just affected with corona, but you're also affected other ways too. Uh, your professional plans um, were affected. A lot of people's professional plans, plans in school, summer vacations, everything was affected. How can someone deal with being home and trying to have mental clarity with everything going on? even if they don't catch the corona. And, yeah, you know, you made a good point, you know, not just, you know, physically and, and, uh, and you know, medically, you know, you're talking about, yet yeah, no one is immune to, to, you know, the effects, right? It has a ripple effect. You know, you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, finances and people's, you know, livelihoods or, you know, essentially way of life, you know, and also moving forward, you know, our habits and how we, you know, interact with each other, you know, is going to change, right? There's no, you know, we say there's no really going back to normal, right? This is a new normal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, you know, um, People say, you know, you know, why is it so difficult that, that people can't stay home, right? You know, people start, you know, going going a little crazy. You know, for for me, you know, the way I see it, right? You know, you know, where I live, you know, is you know, I live in a comfortable place, you know, and, and my, my, my place is, is clean, you know, so it's just me and my dog. I don't mind staying home. You know, I have everything I need, I have all the food I need, you know. I, I got my own gym, right? So I don't have to leave my house. Um, you know, and I'm lucky enough and unfortunate enough that, you know, at least, you know, I'm still getting paid by my employer. You know, my, my medical expenses are covered. Uh, also, you know, for long-term care, you know, you know, I don't have to worry about that as far as getting access to health. For people who, you know, maybe aren't as fortunate, you know, because I, I, I've been reading articles that, that that's a, a topic of concern. You know, people are, are worried that uh, whether it, they got paid for testing or, you know, if they do catch it, whether it's severe or mild, you know, those medical expenses, you know, I'm sure it's going to be, you know, you know I, I don't even want to look at what my medical expenses were. But, but again, I'm lucky enough, you know, I didn't have to worry about that. You know, yeah. And again, you know, like you mentioned, not just, you know, medical wise, you're talking about people's professions, you know, you know a lot of my friends, you know, had, had great jobs, you know, and, and a lot of them are either, you know, laid off or, or, or they got notices that they could be laid off, you know, and, you know, you're talking about, you know, mortgages, you know, car payments, stuff like that. So, you know, you know, I, I'm not an expert, right. You know, but just what worked for me is. Uh, really uh, a lot of uh, meditation and you know kind of, like you said get clarity on, on my own life and moving forward you know because it, it, it put a hold you know on, on my career you know my career um i guess you say plans but you know just a lot, a lot of meditation and just uh you know slowing down you know and, and because you know i guess we got nothing else to do in a way you know it gives us more time to really focus on ourselves really 
Um, I did a lot more. I'm, I've been doing a lot more reading, reading and uh, personal development, you know, because prior to this, you know, I kind of put a pause on that, you know, but, but I've always been big on personal development and, and really self-development um, and kind of figure out, you know, what I want to do, you know, and, and also too, you know, one of the biggest aspects, you know, for me to move forward, right, is, you know, my doctors can't tell me that, you know, there's going to be ongoing conditions, right? So I have to follow up with my doctors in two months and make sure that nothing happens. They can't tell me that that in, in one year, five years, 10 years, I'm not going to, you know, you know, I, I, I joke about this kind of make myself feel better, but uh-huh. you know, that I'm not going to drop dead in 10 years, you know, because there's not, there's not enough data out there. There's not, it's science, right? And there's always, they're always discovering new things about the virus, you know, for, for better or for worse. You know, they can't tell me that, you know, I'm not going to have, you know, conditions or, 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 you know, develop conditions, you know, um, you know, down the road. And, and, you know, I also, you know, my profession requires me to be physically able and able body, you know, so imagine if that happens, you know, I might end up, you know, getting retired mentally. You know, what am I going to do? These are yeah. things you got to think about. It's, it's difficult. I mean, especially for me, I know I've, uh, I had plans on speaking to schools and having different speaking engagements and going full time with my business. And that kind of got put on hold with a lot of speaking engagements being canceled just because schools were canceled. And now I have a possibilities of having speaking engagements lined up for the fall, but that's all in pause too, because they don't know if it's going to be virtual or in person. So, I mean, I know for you brought up a good point with the whole personal development. I know that's really worked for me for people who has their life down South where things are not going out the way that they should personal development books help um, really meditating has really changed my life. Having morning routines really changed my life. Um, exercising helps. All the basic things that they tell us to do actually does help. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, right? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, do you still get anxiety or PTSD from being in the hospital that long, being in quarantine for about two weeks? Just those symptoms, do you relive those things at all? Uh, to be completely honest, I, I still do. Mm-hmm. You know, I at this, I'm, I'm still seeing a, a, a specialist, uh, you know, in therapy for, for the anxiety, for the PTSD. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and I, I guess, uh, you know, why also, why I work out so much is, you know, that's kind of like my form of therapy, you know, gym therapy, you know, cause uh, you know, I realized a long time ago that when I'm feeling good and, and I'm feeling healthy and I am healthy, you know, that, that also, you know, that leads to other aspects mm-hmm. of your life. So I still deal with that today. You know, you're talking about, you know, four and a half, five months later, and that's something a lot of people don't talk about, right? You know, I've gotten over the coronavirus, but, you know, you're talking about the, the long-term residual effects, not just physical, but, but mental, you know. It's, you know, hard to focus sometimes, you know, so, you know, I got to see someone about that, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, my, my, my entire podcast is revolved around resiliency. I've interviewed people that's gone through all types of struggles that you could think of, and resiliency is your ability to overcome struggles in life. It's not about what happens to you, it's how you bounce back. But what does resiliency mean to you? I, I think, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, they have a saying, you know, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down, but, you know, yeah. you know each and every time, you know, and, and this really knocked me down, right? You know, knocked me off my feet. But, you know, I, I was, I'm not going to say, I, I say I'm fortunate enough that, you know, I was able to bounce back uh, a lot quicker, right? You know, and, and I say quick, you know, loosely, because it it's been, you know, five months. But, you know, it's a process, right? And, and, you know, my doctors told me it is a process, you know, because, you know, imagine, you know, I, I lost, you know, about, you know, over 20 pounds, you know, and, 
you know, for me as a, as a, as a power lifter, you know, and, and gym and you know, working out is, is like part of my life. So it's like, man, you know, when I started working out again, you know, I couldn't lift anywhere near where I was before. Right. I knew it was a process. Um, and that, you know, I had to take it one step at a time, one day at a time, but you know, I, I kept on going, you know, day in and day out, you know, and, and, you know, lucky for me, I, I gained all my weight back minus the fat. Um, mm-hmm. but I gained all my weight back. Um, you know, I'm lifting again, you know, 95% what I was before. You know, I have goals to, to lift even more this year. So, so I, I think it's, it's really just, um, being, being grateful, right. You know, that, uh, that, you know, I, I'm, I was able to survive, right. When, when some people are, are not as fortunate or we're not as fortunate, uh, that's the biggest part for me, you know, being grateful that, that, um, that I was, have the ability to bounce back and I still have the ability to, to keep on going. Thanks so much, Jason, uh, for doing this interview, just so my listeners can find you in whatever social media platform, where can they find you? Facebook, uh, I'm on Facebook, I'm on uh, uh, Instagram, so uh, they can search my find, yeah, and, and they can connect. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you for doing this. It really means a lot. I know it's been a while since we caught up, uh, maybe a few months. I can't remember one of the weddings we probably saw each other, <laughs> but really appreciate it, brother. Yeah, no, I, I thank you for having me, and, you know, yeah, I've been following you, too, you know, keep doing what you're doing, you know. You know, you know, being a change and, you know, talk, you know, impacting people and using a platform to, mm-hmm. to reach out and, and especially reach out to the younger people and be on all the possible positivity, you know. All right, man. Thank you. All right. All right thanks. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Teenage Impact podcast. There's just one takeaway I want you uh, from this entire podcast, and that's just to wear a mask. Don't just wear a mask for yourself, but wear a mask for your loved ones. Because you know what's going to happen. Jason was in incredible shape. He's one of the most fit people I know out of all my friends. And he was still affected. He didn't have any previous medical conditions. He was in the hospital for two weeks. And it still affected him months later. His PTSD, he had anxiety. Sometimes he just thinks about still being in the hospital You want to prevent that as much as possible for yourself and for your loved ones. So wear a mask. Thank you for tuning in to the Teenage Impact Podcast. If you haven't done so already, please click on the link in the description to download the seven quick and easy ways to feel better about yourself. Please follow me on Instagram at Shlomo Salson. Message me to let me know what your favorite podcast episode is. And until next time, peace.